welcome to Coochie Conversations, where we give you the real on all things women's health, spirituality, and motherhood. Empowering women to have sovereignty over themselves, we shine light on the disparities that women face daily as divine feminine beings. So steep your favorite tea, roll up your favorite smoke blend, and tune into this week's episode of Coochie Conversations. Peace, y'all. This is your girl, Bianca Pittman, a.k.a. your Coochie Shiro, giving you a fresh Coochie Conversations episode. Today, I have some lovely guests in the building. It's a party today. We have, well, we, well, we always have Joanne. <laughs> we always have Joanne in the building. She always has a seat with us. We have Lillian and we have Naj. Hey, girls. Hi, ma'am. Hey. What's going on? Hey, ladies. Hey, goddesses. Hey, babies. The babies are here. Yes, we have seven. My nephew seven is here. We have Wiz Wiz Baby Wisdom. What is she like? 48 hours old? (laughs) She's a week old today. Well, as of 8.35 tonight, she'll be a full week old. All right. (laughs) And we have to get into specific. Still brewing. Yes, next month. Sag Baby Loading. Yes, yes you have your hands full. Yes. Although she's giving me Scorpio hints, and I'm over here like, girl, please. Maybe two weeks before, two weeks after. I said, know. girl. Get- so today Ooh, is a very, very special topic near and dear to all of our hearts. Yes. The gonna- discussion today is called Black Girl Code. What is Black Girl Code? Mm. When is Black Girl Code used? Do, is, is Black Girl Code an everyday um thing in our lives or is it something we just pull out our back pocket when when it's necessary Hmm. i feel like black girl code in these times should be something that is an everyday thought and consideration Mm -hmm. we can no longer operate especially as black women in a space of envy in a space looking at another woman that looks like us that's brown like us and say what you looking at we cannot operate in that space because we're so underprotected and so minimized in society that if we do not stand together we are all we have mm-hmm. if we do not stand together who knows you know what i'm saying it leaves too too much room for chaos you know and right now is when we need it the most we have so many things going on with politics we have so many things going on with these pod with this podcast culture um that is a little bit detrimental when it speaks on black women and where i won't go on a date and why won't you go to a man's house on the first date? And you know, that um, just puts us in a space of divisiveness and we need to, we need to band together and say, no, this is my sister, whether I know her or not, she, you know, our plight is similar. We need to stand together. Absolutely. I completely agree with you a thousand percent. I know that we're living in a very hot political climate where things and constructs, laws and bylaws are being um, established not only to divide us, but to disparage us as a community. And I'm I'm just very excited that the trend of uh, Black Girl Code is catching on. It's so unfortunate that now more than ever, we have to be a little bit more vocal. I feel like for a long time, we've been moving in silence, like she goes, like whispering, like, you know, the, you know, how much you're getting paid and then, oh, ask for this. You know what I mean? Or like, or like just fortifying each other in the workspace or, you know, with the wage gap disparities, with the, you know, healthcare disparities, with knowledge. We've always been gatekeeping against ourselves, you know, and I think that it's been to our detriment and it's been 
so profound that we have no choice but to be vocal about it now. At this point, we can't shut up. And the louder we are, the more that we can shake the room because we are really calling out the constructs by lifting each other up. Correct. Yes. yes. In a world where sexy red exists, mm. you know, I feel like Black Girl Code is is there. It has to be implemented at all times, at all costs, because our lives are at stake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Our peace is at stake. Our edges are at stake. Right now. You know, like, <laughs> absolutely. seriously. Like, absolutely. And nobody's, nobody's standing for us. Nope. Ain't nobody standing out here trying to protect other, Black women. If we identify with each other, then this is why nobody takes us serious. Mm. Period. Period oh. on that. Yes. And do you feel like, in a, so for example, I saw something last night. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. Bianca knows how I feel about the ratchet shit. I just love it. Ooh, it just, <laughs> I just <laughs> hands on your knees. Like, <laughs> we're going to get her coochie kiss. We're going to get her coochie kiss. Ratchetivity. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're going to get, we are, however, going to get her coochie kiss. So, you know, I love it because it's a dynamic that just shows that, like, at the end of the day, we we can still express ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. We still can express ourselves. And then there's a classier side. And then we have the ratchet. There's balance because I just want to just mention that we're all so dynamic in our being. Right. So, you know, people probably wouldn't see me doing no no crazy shit like that. But yes, I love it. Now, Summer Walker and Krishan. Oh girl, I'm I'm exhausted. I don't watch I don't watch Ratchet TV per se. I see little clips here and there. But do you feel like Summer went against girl code? It's like, Krishan, you get on the television every day or you get on whatever platform and you openly embarrass yourself. You know what I'm saying? You openly fight, cuss, act belligerent and outrageous. And then you have the nerve and audacity to, well, maybe not. Maybe she really does feel like Summer should have been somebody of better influence to not kind of like, you know, make fun of her caricature that she presents on in the media. Where at the same time, Summer Walker's like, girl, take a joke. I think you know, um, embarrass is a strong word because I feel like we are participating in a generation of women who are being vocal by any means necessary. And Krishan's modality is the internet. Krishan's modality is iOS. You know, she does an iOS press release three, four times a day. The baby is warm. <laughs> in that bear thing, you know, and um, I gave birth um, when I was 21 years old, you know, and the internet was on. And I remember specifically writing up uh, a status post on Facebook and it was saying something to the effects of like, you can keep this and that and a third. I'm going to, I'm going to focus on my house. Something like that. Like as for me and my house, we serve the Lord and a girl from high school who I love dearly. We still cool to this day. She chewed me up in my messages. She was like, do not post nothing like that. Like you've always been cheery. You've always been jolly. You've always put your best foot forward. Like we rooted for you throughout the whole four years. Like you have been an example for Magra, whether they know it or not. Like you always held your head high. Do not be one of those baby mamas. And it wasn't because of her. I'm not going to give her a crown on her head. She's not Winnie Houston. But I remember that it, it echoes in my mind. Like when I do, you know, slander, you know, the second party or, you know, when I do, um, we know what I do. I do. I do enjoy a little baby mama joke here and there. I'm unmarried. I'm unwed. I'm not wedded to my daughter's father. And um, there's um, 
there's a lot to be said about that dynamic that could be educational, but because I know that it's such a distasteful situation, I don't speak on it. And there's a lot to be learned. I'm 36 years old. I have a 15 year old. I have a lot to share about, you know, co-parenting wisdom and, you know, putting things first and prioritizing the wellness. I have a lot to share, but I know that if it's not in the right context, it won't be delivered well. And I think that right. Krishan to have that consideration because she's so young, you know, and, um, um, I was younger than Krishan when I had my baby, but I also had the Lord, you know, I was heavily devout into um, ministry, into my personal and, um, and emotional development. So, um, I had a lot more to lose per se and with her money and with her fame, it's kind of like, there's no, there's no repercussions. She can do what she wants and she can say what she wants because it's all clout. So with her, I just pray for, um, discernment in what to share and how much to share because you can really make us look bad and you put yourself as a spectacle for the world to critique to you judge, and then yeah. judge everybody based off yeah. you know the culture based off of your your circumstance and how you yeah. portray it yeah, yeah. like now, a lot a of lot white, of- majority of white people don't have any black counterparts mm-hmm. they just know us based off what they see on tv or right. You know, they don't have any black people in their circle to really. Or they have the black yeah. corporate version people of us. That, exactly. So, right. or the black people that really don't identify with being black too much. They so since with- since summer broke black girl code, what are some examples of black girl code that you guys uphold or you guys um, exemplify on a daily or regular? Um, just considering that no matter where you are, yeah. um. don't ever say it will never be me Mm. do not ever let me tell you something Mm. long story short anybody who knows me i was so judgmental when i tell you that i will i'm gonna get married before i have children god laughed in my face big ha ha (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna be with a man who's this 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 and this god was up there rolling just ha 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 okay okay and i was so judgmental that the experience that i've had throughout this pregnancy is so humbling that you know i'm in therapy and i tell my therapist it it infuriates me because every almost everything that I thought I had control over is 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 things that now I'm learning. You don't have control over shit, mm-hmm. like you know. And 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 I'm like, wow. Like I feel like a statistic. I feel this way. I feel that way. And I would always say, oh, that could never be me, baby. <laughs> baby girl, yes, it can. Right. So when another There's woman, no exemption. Yeah. When another woman is looking at you or you're looking at another woman, just it's it's in the back of your mind to have a little bit of grace and compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's one thing that someone could be beating themselves up for ending up a statistic. And another thing for you to use it as a way to empower them to uplift them and say, you are going to overcome this. Yeah. Like my tribe has, like you guys have that you, this is not your whole entire identity and being. Whereas some women are, you know, like you said, the, the word embarrassment is strong, but who knows? 
who knows? She may be looking at herself like, damn, yo, like, like I want different, but this is what's getting my money in my, in my account and me being able to feed my child. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, never say it could never be me because there's only but so much control that we have. It doesn't matter how smart you are, how, how, you know, talented, how beautiful it's like certain things will humble you in life. Right. So that's a big part of girl code too, is like, you have to almost put yourself in that woman's shoes and say, you know what, if it was me, I wouldn't want somebody to drag me for filth. I would want somebody to have compassion. And grace. Passion and grace. And say, that's still my sister and I want her to win. Right. Mm -hmm. To me, black girl code is um, like you, what you, I would say to sum it up is empowerment and encouragement. For me, black girl code is support. You know, holding up the elbow sometimes, you know, I do that professionally for a living. And although I am compensated financially, I'm compensated way more richly in the spirit because I get to see the fruition of God's grace for me in the form of solidarity for my 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 sister. And um, I I learned that because I come from a household of sisters. I have um, three older. I have two older sisters, one younger sister. And I was raised by a mom who is very, very strong willed. Um, and it taught me to unconditionally love women and it's, it became a protocol in my core, in my core being. And it, it looks like seeing a woman across the street, come on beads. Like, you know, it looks like being come in the supermarket. Right. right. <laughs> come on. on. I just, yeah. yes. right. Like, girls, <laughs> you know, it looks, <laughs> <laughs> it looks a lot like you go girl, you glow girl, you grow girl, you know, mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. That feels good. That feels the. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I've ever felt that good from a man complimenting me as another black woman yelling out some random shit. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you better work them heels. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It feels even better doing it because you feel like you're setting an example Mm -hmm. on like this is what we should be doing right now. Mm -hmm. You know, this is where what this is where our heads are at right now. So, sis, even if you were down, because face it let's just face it when you're walking down the street you see another black woman you do get that feeling inside like oh is she gonna be stank is she gonna give me a look is she gonna smile let me prepare myself you know like you don't know what kind of energy you're gonna be getting from that woman coming down the street so if you sit there and you take the initiative to smile like that will set the tone yeah it's crazy because um you know they talk a lot of shit about um when you're from like the East Coast or you're from New York, that we're really like mean and stuck up or like you can't really have conversation with us. But living in California, I find that the women here aren't as, they don't give as many compliments and stuff. They don't really abide to the Black Girl Code as much as we do on the East Coast. Mm. And I remember Imani Hood Healer saying the same thing, like, um, Cause you know, she's from LA, but she's been spending a lot of time in Harlem. She's been in New York a lot. And she was commenting on how, you know, they're very free with complimenting each other's, you know, outfits mm-hmm. and things, you know, and, 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 this, and living on the East coast, well, living here, they're very superficial in how they dress and stuff. They don't really have style. We yeah. come from a place of having style. Mm-hmm. So like you walk down two fifth or you in Harlem or whatever, you're going to get complimented. Where out here, you might just get looked at like up and down. Yeah. Comparison is the thief of joy. My friend um, posted Amen. that. Um, that was her quote. That's the journal prompt of a day. Like, and it's like, 
as women, we can't even afford to compare each other anymore. We just have to understand that we are all on the same plane. We um, are women species. And um, once we start mattering to each other, it'll vibrate across the plane. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's just, it's much, it's a comparison because I live, I'm from the East Coast and I live on the West Coast. And just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just, it's just totally different. Um the girls are like I said they're very superficial they're they you know subconscious it's very it's Hollywood yeah you know, their their faces beat to go to the grocery store right you know they're spending two hours on their makeup in the morning if, right. and then they're very presumptuous so it's like what kind of car do you drive are you an influencer how many followers you have like it's very much that whereas on the east coast we're more down to earth mm-hmm and just more, I guess, of accepting. Like, I think we grew into that. I think over yeah. the years that ch- that has changed in my sight. Because when I was younger, I never saw like I saw the stink looks, I saw the ups and downs. Yeah. But I think as time passed along, I think we did radiate that energy of like we need to do better. Yeah. And what 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 is the real reason I'm looking at this woman like this for? Because right. I see something in her that I see in me. It's really mirror work. I always say this. Sisterhood is shadow work. You're going to cry me one day. What my quote? The sisterhood is shadow work for real. Because when you look at somebody and you experience reproach or you experience all these negative emotions, it's really because you see those negative things in yourself. And it's a mirror right. of things. Why else would you not celebrate a woman that's walking on this earth and conquering things that we know that, that she's up against? Right. That we can identify. We can, we can relate yeah. to. Yeah. I know women here on this earth who roam this earth and don't like me because they didn't have the initiative or the bravery to do the things that I have done mm-hmm. when I just operate in osmosis. Like I believe in operating in osmosis. Like if I move a certain way and you're around me, I believe that my, my movements and my actions, my vibe it's, is going to influence okay. you right. to do what you need to do or do whatever you want to do in your life. Mm-hmm. So when people give that, that jealousy, that, I just love you from a distance and I'm going to pray for you from a distance because you don't mean not to be on some Jesus, (laughs) but you don't know what you're doing. Mm. Like you don't know what you're doing. You don't know you're cursing yourself by being envious by somebody else. You don't know that you're hindering yourself by wishing that you should have done this. Mm -hmm. Let that motivate you. Let that drive you. Right. My goal is to aspire to inspire, you know, like, Mm -hmm should all be inspired by each other in some way shape or form and i think it's time that women like we've been we we've been kicked around and bruised and beaten as a culture and a society but i have to give credit to my mom for raising me with such thick skin you know she gave me the real raw um really really hard criticism in the house so if i I, if i hear it in anybody else's voice i'm like eh my mama done told you better. You know what I mean? You know what's crazy to win? Let get back off of what you're saying. She used to actually say, better it coming from me in the house than somebody mm-hmm. outside. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think of, um, um, a few a few months ago, my mom, I, I forgot what I was saying I was going to go do. And it, I'm 36, okay? I'm, I'm grown. And she's like, you worry about that. You need to change your linen more often. <sighs> Heart check. <laughs> Heart check. Heart check. You out here with a Bowman purse. You out here with your selfies. You out here with your thing. You don't change your linen as often as you think you do, girl. And I was like, girl, check me. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yes. I'm not pumping in these streets. If our breath was hot, she'll tell us. Yeah. Better me than you talking to somebody in the street. 
and, and they start talking about you all over town. Code. Look, and it's and then Bianca said the other day, adjusting your crown is is only adjusting mine because you out here don't don't be out here misportraying us, you know. Yeah, and that's right. what, like, what it is. They don't want to show you the amount of women who were helping each other with wardrobe malfunctions at the Beyonce tour. I'm saying like black girl code is making sure your tag girl your tag is still on your clothes or girl yeah. in the back like you know it's you just girl point out that fellow somebody in the audience oh. fixed it for her in, in right. black girl code see you got something on your face wipe your face your eyelashes lifting let me like go fix that right get her clothes tug your wig like let me see fix the lace you know that's that's <laughs> that's love that's love that some that's people love. have never known. I feel like if, and in the short, the definition of black girl codes is an outward expression of our love for each other. Mm-hmm. No, it's not, it's not exclusive. It's, it's bringing an extra, you know, bringing an extra pad and tampon because my homegirl, I'm not on my period, but my homegirl might need it. Right. And pads are expensive. So if a black girl gives you a pad, God bless. Girl. Especially y'all, like, this is natural. <laughs> right. These are natural pads. There ain't no chemicals in here, baby. Because we are right now at, remember, we always talk about, War on women. Yeah, it's happening right now. Look at the the venture capitalist firm is at attack right now by the judicial system. They they like, oh wow, you're only giving grants and and funding and seeding only black women businesses. black owned businesses. Right, but I think it's very a very um boastful of the U.S. government to highlight that we are filling a disparity that they created for us. So it's like exactly. you're we're the least funded group of women and then how dare somebody want to help us and fund us that's because we're the fastest growing rate of billionaires so they want to police us oh they They hate it yeah they want to scale our growth but god forbid we fund ourselves and fortify ourselves from the inside out right we can't Mm -hmm. be galvanized Ooh. right i mean that's why we put integration into play to begin with because they knew that we were better you know working there is a there is a page that I follow, mm-hmm. and I don't remember the exact name, but it talks about a woman who spoke out against a um, cosmetic company, and it's called. Um, her tagline is like targeted, targeted peoples, mm. targeted black, targeted black people. It's like if you speak out against something, you know, you're followed. They have randoms trying to figure out what you're doing, where you're going to be at. Um, She's been gassed in hotel room, Mm. um, chemically attacked, and she speaks on it. And I know a lot of people probably look at it and say, she being dramatic, oh, she lying or whatever the case may be, but she has never stopped speaking. She said the attacks have have kept coming. She's received letters. She's received threats. I believe her. It's believing. I believe you. I feel like in a world where, sorry, in a world right now where we're annoyed with Jada Pinkett Smith for finally speaking her truth Mm -hmm. and finally stepping up, to say whatever she wants to say after holding Will down for so many years. She just came out with Red Table Talk and was able to really get some clarity, like get her own footing in this world. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's sick and tired of her. <laughs> everybody's ganging up on her. And it's that like, was, how, yeah. How, yeah. how can we do that? How yeah. can we turn yeah. her back on one of our own like that? Like before I found out that Will was dragging her and running her <laughs> to the streets for a minute, but it's just that his he didn't have as much success with it. Yeah. So I didn't know that until it was pointed out to me. I was like, girl, please, Jada, I'm tired I'm of you. Saying, just like, embarrassing the man. This like, feminine rage has to stem from somewhere. Like I just think that um the the uh the response to Jada's book, 
the response to Krishan, the response to Sexy Red, the response to Joanne in the mirror when she says her things. It, I just feel like it's um and the response to that list of where I, a black woman doesn't want to go on her first date and all these hypothetical scenarios oh. that people put on the internet, it really is it just exposes the vitriol the society has for black women. Like you really you why yeah. why, why why can't women have standards? Why can't women control their own narrative? And why can't women be on the forefront of how they want to appear to society? And black girls and why does affecting society... how we represent ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why does society like to blanket statement us? Yeah. You can take it from Olivia Pope to Sexy Red. We can do it on any day, at any given time, for any one or few individuals. So for someone to say, because at the end of the day, that list, a lot of Black women in the comments were like, was like, I don't give I don't give a damn about this list. I'm going these places. This this is this is nonsense. I agree. I'm go- one thing about me, I love me some cheesecake factory. I'm going to go there. I'm going to know what to order. I'm going to go red. Fine. What is that? You know? Like, However, oh, you're, you're in the outfit took- but you want cheesecake. So the fuck what? Yeah, and but you know what? We're all different. We all have different standards. Different standards. How do I know that this woman doesn't make, you know, uh, a certain amount of money where she's like, okay, maybe I want to eat somewhere different or I want to eat somewhere better. Okay, her approach and maybe her delivery wasn't the greatest. But what came out of that scenario for me, even though a majority of women agreed with the sentiment that, oh my God, like this is so like shallow to like, make this list or whatever the black men who went in on women still this man wrote me like 14 paragraphs in one comment and i had to tell him the way that you are writing this paragraph i can't i I didn't read it but i (laughs) said to him i said to him respectfully and this is what i mean this with sincerity because you know i love i love me a a debate online but (laughs) i said to him respectfully this is material that you should be journaling. And I want you to take a journal and really let out a lot of these emotions you have because it's strong. And yeah. I know that there is some issues that you have with women and in traumatizing situations where you have been made to feel unworthy. I said this to him. Mm-hmm. I know somebody has made you feel unworthy, but I'm here to tell you that is you that can our problem? I think it was his mama. No, I told him that. I said, you. it sounds like a lot of mommy issues. Um, <laughs> because the fact that you're looking at all these women agreeing that this is not, you know, like nobody, we don't all think like this. Mm-hmm. And you're still going in about high value. And this is, just goes to show me, you don't even think of yourself as high value if you're complaining about a meal. But you'll go and buy out the bar for your homeboys. It's giving I want a man. So yeah. it's just like, you know, <laughs> Talk to a therapist about that. But you coming under a comment, under a random stranger's like comment and going so hard. With vitriol, like like, with anger. Yeah. People love trolling these days. Mm -hmm. People literally log on just to troll and log back out to live their regular lives. (laughs) Yes. And it's always a block page. um, Well, a private page with a cartoon character as the, as the, or or a bot. So I'm like, you know, you need to talk to a therapist. And I mean this with all sincerity, get some help. Heal. You know, okay, because because <laughs> you're okay. still get information. You're still, you know, it's like such anger, and we're agreeing with you, and then such anger and and venom still coming out 
when we're actually agreeing with what you're saying is a mental health issue. For sure. The men who came out with the list of, of places that are women that they wouldn't take out on dates is just another example of why. Let's stick together. And then, you know, you have women who we call pick me's. And it's just like, come on, guys. And maybe that's even a derogatory term. It is. But yeah, it's it's like, but, but what makes you so forward to um, jump to the side of a man who's degrading another woman because of his own traumas? What mm. makes you feel like that? What makes you think like that? Mm. Yeah. For me, um, my final thought on Girl Code is um, shout out to the mothers that we had before us because they were taking... And accepting the mediocrity of men of a past, you know, they weren't even making this much money. So the fact that we are in a season where women are out earning and um, outliving men, may we honor each other, may we support each other, may we hold each other up because we are breaking new ground. And it's not to be forgot in that men are vital in our society, but women need that refortification in this new plane and in this new time. Mm-hmm. I think every... Every month is Women's Month. Absolutely. Like, every day is Women's Day, um, especially in the in our community. Um, yeah, my last words on the matter is to say that, again, I still stand on this. Be yourself, love yourself, because through it all, you will inspire someone. You will inspire someone through your actions, whether it comes through negativity. That's why you keep yourself covered. You wear your evil eye. You do your prayers, because when you stub yourself, that's somebody throwing something nasty your way when you drop your food. That's somebody throwing that something nasty your way. So always stay covered while you're being, while you're walking in your queendom. Because at the end of the day, you will inspire someone at the end of the day. And you won't get that credit for it. They might not say it to your face. You might not even have a one-on-one with that person. But you are inspiring. The girls are watching. Mm-hmm. The girls are watching. The girls are tuned in. Our daughters are watching. Yeah. And our yes, sons yeah. coming up are watching. Yeah. My mantra for the week is very simple. It's something that I live and breathe every day. I am my sister's keeper. And that's something that my mom taught me very, very young. Um, I'm the second born of my household and my family. And although I'm the second born, I always felt much the oldest because I was always empathic and I was very much in um, tune with my emotions. And even though she makes fun of me for my emotions, she knows that she can trust me because I'm always going to, you know, go by how I feel. So um, I will say to, to, um, to sisters, please be your sister's keeper. I would say my mantra is... Be the woman who fixes another woman's crown without telling the world it was crooked. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, I love all of that. Lift up other women and each other without letting the world that know that we helped them in whatever it was they needed help with. Absolutely. My mantra would be that if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Thank you, RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been so enlightening. I love you, sisters. Love you guys. Love you, ladies. This has been great. Thank you for holding space for me.